Hello and welcome to the Big Brain Time podcast. Today, here with us today are two award-winning speakers who will be discussing their latest literary digests. We'll start with Kieran. What book have you been reading? So I've been reading Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. Brilliant. Could you give us a short overview of that? Sure. Of Mice and Men is centred around two itinerant workers, George and Lenny in California in the 1930s, as they start to work on a ranch in a place called Soldad, in Spanish meaning solitude. The whole story takes place over a period of four days, starting on Thursday evening and ending on Sunday. While at the ranch, George and Lenny meet other characters who emphasise the loneliness and difficulty of life for for the people living and working in these places. So while George is a small, intelligent man who looks after his friend Lenny, a large, strong man who has a learning disability. Lenny's strength becomes increasingly problematic throughout the story as it becomes clear that he does not understand how damage he can cause. At several points during the novel, the two men discuss their dreams of owning their own ranch and working for themselves, but this is shown to be impossible as by the end of the book, Lenny has accidentally killed a woman and George's only option is to shoot him before he is caught. Wow, sounds like a really interesting novel. Um, I've also heard that the author can also figure uh, quite heavily in his book. Could you tell me something about John Ernst Steinbeck? Certainly. So, John Steinbeck was uh, a Nobel Prize winning American novelist and the author of Mice and Men. Um, he, was all, he also wrote books such as The Grapes of Wrath and East of Eden. Steinbeck dropped out of college and worked as a manual labourer before achieving success as a writer. His works often dealt with social and economic issues. He's said to very much be a contemporary fictional uh, author. His 1939 novel, The Grapes of Wrath, about the migration of a family from the Oklahoma Dust Bowl to California, won a Pulitzer Prize and a National Book Award. Steinbeck also served as a war correspondent during World War II, and he was awarded for the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1962. Thank you. Um, so you've outlined what the book is exactly. Do you have any opinions, personal opinion, opinions about the book? Well, Of Mice and Men is obviously an American classic. And I think it, it's justified because it's a short, direct meditation of friendship, loneliness and unfulfilled dreams in trying times. Its plot and prose are straightforward and often unadorned, but the impact of the final chapters is unforgettable. Lenny and George are iconic characters, and Steinbeck's presentation of their interactions with the hands at the ranch is just pitch perfect. So, Kieran, you've described what's going on in the book, but what would be your particularly vivid moment, or you think the one that struck you most from this book? So, my favourite moment would have to be when Lenny tells Crooks about the plans to buy a farm, and Crooks says he would like to join them and work for nothing. This is because, for me... This moment powerfully illustrates how desperate people were at the time and how companionship got them through it. Similarly, did you have a particular moment that you felt could have been enhanced that you didn't really enjoy as much? There were definitely moments that I didn't enjoy. I wouldn't necessarily say, certainly with such a classic, that there were moments that I could argue could have been enhanced, but I really did not enjoy the moment when Carlson complains bitterly about Candy's dog, who is old, arthritic and smells... And he offers to kill the dog for Candy, who reluctantly agrees to let him do so.
for me this is just a truly depressing moment and I cannot stand the suffering of nature because for me this was just living personification of suffering. Um, so you mentioned that you had a favourite moment, you have a least favourite moment, but what would you say for the whole book and for the plotline and the characters, what would be the most crucial moment in the book? So right now we're all thinking about that moment when Lenny is killed by George, but it would just be too cliched, there's... There's too much analysis out there on this moment to talk about it. For me, when Lenny is in the barn with a dead puppy, while Lenny thinks about how he can explain the dead puppy to George, Curly's wife enters. They talk about how they enjoy touching soft things, and then she tells him that he can touch her hair. But when Lenny strokes it too hard and messes it up, she gets angry. She tries to jerk her head away, and in fear, Lenny hangs onto her hair. Curly's wife begins to scream, but to keep her from screaming, Lenny holds her neck so tightly that he breaks her neck. Knowing he has done something bad, he goes to the hiding place by the stream. Personally, this just has to go down as the most insightful moment of the book, because it's just a summary in a chapter of Lenny, a good person who means well but seems to be cursed to cause harm. So, we've talked about your book, you've explained it very well, if somebody read this and loved it, what else, what what further reading would you suggest? Sure, so this book really reminds me of The Great Gatsby by Francis Scott Fitzgerald because the books seem to be identical in the sense that they both explore flaws of an early 20th century America. Admittedly, while one book explores how a rags-to-riches life does not allow you to become one of the elite, the other explores the poverty of the 1920s America and the gold rush, but they just seem so similar in topic and style. Thank you very much, Kieran. So now that I've talked about my book, Ben, I'd like to interview you, you on your own book, which is, uh, what is the name of your book? Um, it's called Nicholas and Alexandra by Robert K. Massey. So could you please give me a brief outline of the plot? Right, of course. So this novel describes the period and reign of the last Tsar of Russia and the tra tragic circumstances that led to the revolution which took place in 1917, which arguably became one of the most iconic moments in history. But this is a particularly interesting point in history, and iconic, as I just said, as much of the modern world was conceived in those years, and how, I mean, you can just see the relevance of this book because of the what many people argue to be the second... Um, Cold War about to begin but it was also it showed just how <laughs> almost ironic the factors like Gregory Rasputin and the haemophilia of the Tsarevich Alexis um, had such a huge impact on the formation of a new Russia and arguably um, a lot of the uh, kind of the modernist ideas that we have at the moment Thank you very much. Uh, do you have anything to say about the author and how this may have affected the book? So, this book probably wouldn't have existed if, with any other author because Massey's interest in the Russian imperial family of Romanov uh, was triggered by the birth of his son, Robert Massey, who was born with actually haemophilia, so the same hereditary disease that the, um, the Tsar's son had. And... The, son's, the Tsar Nicholas's son, and who was also heir to the imperial throne because it was passed down through male heirs. And this study of haemophilia and how it affected 
the outcome of the revolution and Gregory Rasputin's influence on the royal family led him to write this book um, through his own, also with the eye of his own personal experiences. Thank you very much. Uh, do you have any opinions that you can add about the book? Um, as I've touched on above, I think that what this what makes this book stand out so much is the wealth of personal experience Massey brings to this book, giving a truly detailed and knowledgeable description of the Tsarevich's haemophilia and explaining just how important all the influences on the Tsar were, especially in such a period which we may now look back on as a turning point for Russia, as I continue to say, and the world. Thank you very much. Uh, you've outlined the plot very well, but do you have a specific moment which you found particularly influential? Um, absolutely. Um, as I've said, Nicholas and Alexandra is a non-fiction book, completely based on facts, and therefore he, um, the author, Robert Massey, um, describes this gripping scene in the book where Alexis um, has fallen, and he explains uh, because haemophilia means that your blood does not clot properly, so it just flows and flows. So Alexis has fallen down, and he's had a haemophilia, I'm not sure what the word is, but attack, essentially, at Spala, uh, a Russian retreat, uh, a Russian family's, the Russian royal family's Balmoral, essentially. Um, and how this event solidified Grigory Rasputin's insinuating grip on the royal family, because... The Tsarevich was on the edge of death. He had so much internal bleeding that it looked like he was going to die. And as a last resort, um, the Tsar's wife, Alexandra, um, talked to a spiritual healer called Gregory Rasputin. And he gave arguably one of the most famous quotes in history. The little one will not die. Of course, referring to the Tsarevich Alexis. Um, as I said then almost dead from the pain and immense internal bleeding. Thank you very much. And finally, are there any similar books that you'd recommend for one who's enjoyed this and any further reading? Absolutely. Um, I think if, you, if you've enjoyed Nicholas and Alexandra, I would highly recommend the biography of Peter the Great by Robert Massey, um, as these both outline turning points in Russia's history, um, where... Um, Peter the Great was the Tsar who really um, turned Russia to the West and uh, really, and he obviously built his own capital, St. Petersburg, which was essentially a European city, very Italian. All the architecture was the same, it had a ballet. Um, and of course, this reflects how influential um, the last Tsar's life was to the formation of Russia, just as Peter the Great was in his own time. And I'd also, that's if you're interested in those similar themes of the formation of empire and the rise and fall of empire, but also if you're interested in the history of the Romanovs themselves, the ruling family, I'd highly recommend the biography of the Romanov family by Simon Sebag Montefiore. Thank you very much. I've really enjoyed that. That's all for us today for Big Brain Time Podcast. Um, but we'll be back soon with another one, and I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you.